documentary about South Korea. Yeah, I would say that's definitely true. Wow. Oppa Adam style. The most amazing kimchi pizza in, in Seoul. Welcome back to another episode of Captain Bagwright Podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asian Australia. It's a tough job, but you know, someone's got to do it. And as always, we are all, we are recording from downtown Chinatown. Today, I welcome Adam from Asia Advisory. So Adam, you're going to come and talk to me about South Korea. Yes, hello. Uh, yes, hello, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know Korean very well. <laughs> yeah, that means hello or, you know, it's just a, a very polite way of greeting someone, yeah. Okay, and you're yeah. pretty much like a big brother to me, so I, technically I can call you like Oppa Adam style. If you called me Oppa, I would take that very affectionately <laughs> because it could be used in a number of kind of different ways. But, yeah, Oppa is like, you know, older brother or could be boyfriend or could be like affectionate to an older guy okay i'm you. just okay that's awkward now <laughs> that's really awkward now why don't i just like you know platonic brother <laughs> that's fine we're good friends madam chen <laughs> we are what <laughs> we're good friends madam chen that's fine <laughs> okay excellent so before we start and this is going to be a really interesting episode i can already see it i'm going to do some myth busting about south korea which a lot of i think australians sure. and a lot of people in the west and probably a lot of people in asia don't know about korea yeah So these are some things that I keep hearing about South Korea. So is it true that Koreans eat kimchi for every single meal? Kimchi as in the fermented chili cabbage. Yeah, and it's it, it, it kimchi is the national dish of Korea. Um, yeah, they do. Um, Korean people and uh, you know and, and a lot of Western people, myself included, mm. love kimchi and it's got lots of um, benefits apart from the garlic and the the oh, chili and all that sort of stuff. It's supposed to be a very um, uh, you know almost like a superfood in Korean culture that it's very good for you. Mm. It's good for your health. It fights off sickness and disease. All that chili, um, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, and Korean people do pretty much eat kimchi for every single meal. Um, you know, I've, I've, been on a, I've been on a few trips away with Korean people where they've bought their little secret stash of kimchi. Oh, are to, you kidding? To have, have, like, have with them, you know, as, you know, on the side sort of thing. This is like but even, Korean Koreans, true Koreans. Yeah, but even, even in, in, in Korea, even when you eat Western food like pizza, you'll still have a fermented... Um, cabbage um, as a as a side dish. So it's funny how it's worked its way even into into Western foods, like a, a pickled sorry a pickled radish, which yeah. is very similar to a, a form of kimchi. Um, that people will even have that with Western food, like pizza and burgers and burgers, fast yeah. food and yeah, stuff like I've that. Yeah, because I've seen it like, like kim- kimchi burgers. Yeah, and there's um, uh, they put kimchi in a lot of like the wraps as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah the Mexican. Ki- oh, I had the most Mexican? amazing yeah. kimchi pizza in in Seoul. Are you kidding? Um, there's a there's a um, there's a, a pizza restaurant owned by a Kiwi guy of all. Or people in <laughs> in uh, in Itaewon or um, Habangchon, the area is called in Seoul, and um, he makes this amazing uh, Korean kimchi pizza, wow. uh, which is sensational with bacon and oh. like and the cheese and everything. It's like it's it's sensational. Oh, I've got to try that. Phenomenal. Yeah, and and you can eat kimchi in a number of ways. It doesn't just have to be the 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 raw sort of fermented mm. version. You could also um, people barbecue it if you have Korean barbecue. Mm. Oh yeah, um, young Korean and, barbecue. You know, you can you can put it into your lunchbox. You can put it into kimbap mm. which is a korean version of um like a, a sushi roll yeah 
Um, so that's kind of like a, an equivalent of, of a sushi thing. So yeah, people eat kimchi in lots of different ways. And then, and then now it's sort of made its way into Western culture That's right. and a lot of trendy restaurants yeah. around Australia are, are making kimchi uh, dishes as part of their, their, their menus. So I think one of the entry food that came into the West from Korea, South Korea was the, um, is it the bibimbap? Yeah. It's a stone, it's a hot stone bowl and it has all the condiments or, or Yeah, rice all the different and, things. So, yeah, yeah kimb- kimbap is supposed to be mm. the, the the perfect balanced meal. Mm. Um, so, obviously, it has a rice base. Yeah. Um, but it has uh, a little bit of meat, um, lots of different chopped vegetables. That's right. And, um, and also this um, gochujang, which is like the chili paste. Yeah. And basically, you mix it all together. Um, a raw egg sometimes. Yeah, right? and, and sometimes yeah. a raw egg as well. So it's it's supposed to be the perfectly balanced meal. Also, uh, a national dish of Korea. Yes. Um, and if you ever fly a Korean airline, whether it's um, Korean Air or um, or what's the what's the other one called? I've just had a memory blank. But yeah, <laughs> they they serve it on the on the plane, and it's it's one of the sorry Asiana. Asiana. One yeah. of the reasons I fly Asiana is because the kim the kimchi is so good. <laughs> yeah, the, the kimbap is is amazing, okay. and, right. and and um, you know you you basically mix it up on 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 the plane and and it gives you something to do because it's got that <laughs> and, yeah, and you just reminded me as well that korean food is very um it's a very social thing and mm. it's done in groups and you know when you have korean barbecue it's a, a social sort of thing yeah. and it's it's a very um uh, you know communal family yeah, and, friendly yeah. yeah yeah and food and food really is that that thing that brings people together if you ever eat korean food by yourself <laughs> you must be a loser like or you're perceived as being a loser because like oh doesn't that guy have any friends or he doesn't have any <laughs> colleagues or like maybe you know, we'll just what, get a takeaway then. <laughs> yeah, exactly so like it is a very communal um way to enjoy time together cool myth number two yes bust this one okay is is it true that one in three koreans have had some sort of plastic surgery yeah i would say that's definitely true wow that's definitely true one and in three um, Korea is an amazing place for, yeah. for plastic surgery. And they're very famous for their beautiful girls. Of course, yeah, mm. of course. And, Surgically and, standard beautiful girls, I mean. <laughs> the t- <laughs> and the t- they are very naturally beautiful. Korean mm. people, both male and female, are very naturally attractive. Yep. Um, and perhaps that has something to do with their genetic you Water, know, kimchi. background and purity <laughs> and things like that. And, and, and anyway, but, yeah, plastic surgery is, is immensely popular. Mm. Um, so much so that when when usually when um, when girls graduate from high school, um, one of the rewards that the parents will buy them is the eyelid um, surgery. Oh, so they the get that eyelid. little yeah they get a little bit of skin cut out of their yeah. eye to form a double eyelid, which then makes your eyes bigger, bigger yeah. um, which is more attractive. And that's just that's the gateway drug. That's the start <laughs> of the plastic surgery sort of roadshow. And then it was spreads through the nose. Yeah. So then Again, yeah, the nose, and you. then like, um, and and the the cheeks and that's the bone right. stuff yeah. as well. Shaving the bone, so, away, right? And that that's yeah. um, it's pretty gory, but oh. um, but bone shaving, particularly around you know, sort of sculpting jaw bones and yeah. creating that V, V-shape. that V V line sort of yeah. chin thing, um, is a really massive thing as well. And then you know all the other sort of things like boobs and bum spreads. And, it goes yeah, from, it, it, from starts on the eyes and it just goes down. You, you name it in Korea, they. They can do it, and the quality is is 
you know, world, world class. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the Korean plastic surgery clinics are, are, are amazing and we're and very affordable as yeah, well. I hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I, when I first moved to Korea, um, I was working for an advertising agency and we were setting up a local office in Seoul and, um, it was in a suburb called Apajong, which is like the plastic surgery mm. kind of capital of, of Seoul. And it's literally a street full of plastic surgery clinics. Wow. And, and, um, we, uh, we looked at these buildings, we looked at these different options and there was a whole floor that was empty and 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 so we said well we'll take you know we'll take a quarter of the floor and as the company expands we'll just keep taking more of the floor over mm. and then um much to our disappointment uh, a couple of months into it a korean plastic surgery clinic came in and literally took the whole <laughs> rest of the floor it was massive um and it was it was one of the biggest um plastic surgery clinics in in korea and, and you were right next door to it it was horrendous like so they had um um, it, it was annoying for lots of different reasons. So um, all of the girls that worked in our office absolutely hated it because in the female bathrooms, oh. the girls are crying oh. uh, for one of two reasons. Either one, I'm crying because I'm not pretty enough and I need plastic surgery. Oh, my God. Or, or the other version post is like I'm crying because my face hurts so much that, like, <laughs> this surgery is literally killing me. Like, and, and you know, these poor girls were in so much pain uh, post-surgery. <laughs> like, they're in the bathrooms, like, just, like, Sorry. they can't even talk. They're, like, moaning, making these, like, like horrible oh noises God. and... That and is yeah, so, so distracting it, when you're trying to do office work and do oh, advertising work. Oh, it was right? horrible. And 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 then um, then the other thing was, and I I went through the customer experience what what at the start. Okay. Uh, to suss it out, so like you know, I literally walk out of the elevator and it's like grand plastic surgery like across the whole thing and and they had you get your free steak knives yeah yeah exactly exactly and like one one day I was coming into work in the morning and I kid you not there was there was about. 80 people in their reception wow. and they had translators with all the different mm. languages so they had obviously had korean staff but they had english speaking staff oh, wow. russian so uh, chinese people would come to korea for this you know plastic surgery and and cosmetic surgery and and they had the staff there and basically the, the staff would greet you with a mm. clipboard and you sit down with them and you have an initial pre-consultation mm. and you basically say and they draw what you want wow and the surgeon then is which is the second part of the meeting will basically consult with you on how to do that and they yeah. you know they measure your face and they draw the lines and they show you some examples and stuff and you you could literally walk in there with a with an ad or with a with a with a picture, a picture of who yeah. you wanted to look like and they will make you look like that person like it, it's incredible yeah because um, like um, all of asia i i do know this for a fact but all of asia they know korea as the land of the beautiful women. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the reputation. Yeah, and mm. Kore Korean women are very, are very, very attractive. They and, are. And pre pre surgery as mm. well as post. Mm. Um, but it, but the surgery thing is a really big thing. And I, I sort of, I, I thought about this a lot when I was living there about why is plastic surgery such a big thing? Like, is it is it a vanity thing or is it because social you know pressure. people yeah social pressures yeah. Or, or 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 you know what what are the reasons? And I, I and I guess some sometimes I think it comes down to like a competition almost yeah like because there's so many people in Korea there's like 50 million people in mm. Korea and roughly half of the that population lives in Seoul which is the capital city mm. um, and and everybody wants to to stand out you know they want to have the best. Yeah. 
yeah. the best looking uh, uh, partner. They want to have the best job. They want to have the best car. They want to have the best family. And 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 cosmetic surgery and appearances are still big in you know in how people judge each other and things. So, That's right. so a bit so, superficial, I guess. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and maybe there's a little bit of vanity in there, mm. but but um, but yeah, it's and in that way, it's kind of a little bit sad. But but plastic surgery is a, a you know a huge mainstream thing, and you know it starts with the eyelids and just goes from there. Can I tell you a funny story? So yeah. my brother, he uh, I haven't seen him for a while, and then when I finally saw him, I was like, what happened to your wrinkles? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was mm. like, I was like, we're about the same age, and I still have my natural wrinkles. Uh-huh. Where, where's yours? Yours is flat like a baby. It's really nice. And he goes, well, Madam Chen, I actually went to South Korea and got the the uh, the laser. The bot- Botox? No, or no, la- he had, no, he had, he went laser where where they wow. peel they peel off your top skin, wow. which is all the dead skin. And he goes, it was very painful and it took uh, a longer time to to rejuvenate to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. to uh, whatever recover from it. Yeah, and, and I just went. There you go. There's my wow. secret. Wow. And, and you you mentioned now. baby skin, but baby yeah. face is a term that mm. Korean people say because, like, <laughs> to have baby face is is to be beautiful and to yeah. have that. No know, wrinkles at all. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, the latest thing I might be a little bit out of touch here, but yeah. the latest thing that I heard of was about having glass skin, glass so that your glass like the you know the opaqueness and the kind of like so the, you can see the, the, the gloss veins? and things. Well, not not oh. that ex- oh, okay. not to that extent but like skin as smooth as glass oh like shiny but yeah yeah solid. like glossy and like yeah so there's all these different and it depends on the trend because it does change <laughs> literally by the hour but there's so many like fashion and 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 uh and yeah like cosmetic trends so, so next week it could be the natural look is back so <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> They, they say something like um, um, Korean women um, have been known to apply up to 50 different things to their body as part of their routine and that's why they take so long to get ready. Um, yeah, all the different products and cosmetics and treatments and makeup and all of that stuff is yeah intense yeah i'm not i'm 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 in no way an expert on this but it's a yeah it's a it's an interesting phenomenon you've got all natural yeah yeah exactly i'm 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 all natural 100 yeah. percent. yeah all right myth number three bust this is it true that on the island of jeju that there are korean mermaids uh, that is definitely true. Yeah. Um, okay. So there is a there's a group of um, of women, um, p- particularly older women, and mm. th- this 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 group of women are, are called Henya, mm-hmm. and um, they they date back uh, a long time to I guess probably maybe even before the Korean War, mm. um, but they they collect uh, abalone and um, and oyster uh, oysters and and uh, and oh. pearl shells. So um, so, so they effect- just dive. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, Basically, they free dive. Oh, um, oh, oh. Uh, they're, they're amazing. Um, and the waters in South Korea down the bottom of the peninsula around um, Busan is, it's, and, and Jeju, it, it's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's not, not warm, temperate. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's not tropical. It's, it's cold, like, and cold all year round. Even in, in summer, the waters are quite, quite, um, because it's near Russia, cold. so it's quite cold, yeah? yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this is right. So Jeju Island is right at the bottom of the Korean peninsula, just like Tasmania oh, is at the okay, bottom yeah. of Australia. Okay. And this, um, these Henya women are, are basically free divers and they free dive down to, to, um, to get the pearls out of the oysters and they also get the abalone as well, which is quite expensive for, yeah, it's delicacy for, for sale in, in the, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're incredible. And, and I think, um, you know, they're, 
there's very few uh, women left that still mm. carry on that tradition, and and most of the ones that are still doing it today are, are grandmas and and you know yeah. in the uh, you know older than seventy years uh, in in age wow. and free and, diving at yeah, seventy and, years and, old and incredibly fit yeah. and incredibly healthy and you know eat a very simple seafood diet and and, and kimchi right and and of course <laughs> and, and definitely be eating kimchi those those ladies would love a kimchi when they get back and like they'd be like oh this this warms them up and it gives them vitality and you know strength to like and some soju right yeah exactly and soju as well yeah Yeah. you you got it yeah that um yeah they would be all over that that is so cool yeah and apparently i i I read that um their male counterparts their spouses are stay-at-home dads while they go and do their free dive and yeah that doesn't that wouldn't surprise me i think it's a matriarch society yeah they're well yeah okay you've tapped into something really interesting here so the um according to uh korean women there's three sexes in korea there's okay there's male yes female yes and ajuma which is basically like middle-aged korean woman and and these are the these are the these are the these are the women maybe it comes from after the korean war but they're they're like a neutral sex between male and female like they're super strong they are feminine by um by physical yeah yeah, by physical traits but they're you know they 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 adopt certain male characteristics and (laughs) usually the head of the family and yeah that that sort of matriarch thing you joked about is actually quite true true Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Ajumas are are like the the third sex in Korea (laughs) and, you know, the head head of the family unit and like they don't stand for anything and, you know, they organize all all the the younger siblings and and usually organize the bank accounts and and the husband as well. Um, Because when you were talking about the third sex, I was was thinking, all right, Adam is probably going to mention about all these K-pop stars, men who look really, really feminine. Yep. There's a little bit of that as yeah, well yeah, yeah. So, so tell me about the industry because like you know there's Oppo Gundam style which is worldwide it's massive yeah and I think that may have spurred off like Korean pop culture yeah. in the west yeah but obviously this Korean entertainment world was going for a while before it hit the west right? yeah well Gangnam style mm. came out in I guess it was 2010 or 2011 yeah um uh, by an artist called Psy <laughs> And Sai is quite a big. You would have seen the videos, yeah. but he's a big guy, um, and Very he wanted he wanted to make it in in K-pop, but mm. apparently was not attractive enough. <laughs> so he became a comedian, and he was um, he was a comedian, and he sort of did a lot of parodies and all that sort of stuff. So like, um, so Gangnam Style is a parody about. Um, very wealthy um, Koreans who live in Seoul in a suburb south of the river called Gangnam, which is a very affluent um, area of, yep. of, of Seoul. And and so that that whole music video is a parody about about these wealthy Koreans. Koreans, and, okay. And, and it ended up going nuts. Like yeah. it, it's the fastest um, music video to reach 100 million views ever on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and it was the first sort of Korean uh, pop song, like the first K-pop type yeah. of song that literally went worldwide yeah. in in you know in roughly forty eight hours. It it had something like three hundred million views in forty eight hours. It's incredible. Um, it's, it is incredible. And I remember I was I was going on a business trip um, uh, from so- when I was living in Seoul, and in a taxi to the airport, I heard um, Gangnam Style on the radio, mm. and then I flew to uh, Bangkok. 
and um, I got a taxi from Bangkok Airport and guess what? Gangnam Style was playing <laughs> in the taxi in Thailand. I was like, oh my God, I can't get away from it. <laughs> like it's everywhere. And it was, it just went nuts. So that was, you know, it wasn't the first, but it was one of many sort of K-pop songs to to really um, go international. That's and right. it was in English and, you know, it had subtitles and people really, and you could do the dance yeah, and everything and like that. Dance, you know, the, like that. Yeah, the, the, horse, the horsey horse dance thing. Right. and. And uh, yeah, it was phenomenal. So that 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 was um, that was probably one of the first cases of a of a K-pop song going truly, truly global. global. Yeah. And, and now, and K-pop now, it's it's really um, made its way into Western culture as well. Mm. Not just other Asian countries, but um, one of the um, one of the Korean girl bands um, has just booked, or just last year. Um, did 13 shows in the US. Yeah, and the um, UK is big and, on it And as the well. UK. Yeah. And so now it's really, it's really gone global um, so much so that um, – and there's a there's a Korean boy band. BTS. What's that? So BTS yeah. actually spoke at the United Nations conference. Yes, they did. Talking about, <laughs> like, about world peace and about, like, how everybody should get along with each other and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. And, again, BTS is another worldwide phenomenon when it comes to K-pop. And the boys um, are very attractive. As they well. they are very, very yeah they're very attractive, attractive. and <laughs> you know the, the, I'm sure that many of them have had surgery and <laughs> and wearing wearing cosmetics and and you know beauty products yeah. and not against uh, some guys in Korea that's that's seen as a common kind of kind of thing as well yeah apparently like twenty percent of um, Korean men wear makeup. Yeah, I, I would say that's that's probably true as well. Yeah, it's like wow, yeah. they really do love looking really good. Like vanity is probably a thing. Sure, over there, sure, the yeah, yeah, sure. I, I could see, I could see that uh, without yeah. a doubt. So, and I just had another. I just had yeah, one okay. more sort of um, K-pop kind of mm. music story. Mm. So when uh, when I was uh, living in Seoul, um, I went for an, an international advertising agency, mm. and we were looking to do a partnership with a, a very well known um, K-pop. Uh, music label yeah um and this this late so we go and have the meeting with the ceo and and this guy used to be a, a k-pop star he's still you know still very famous and has done a number of music videos and quite successful in his own right i heard you've done an awesome video lately as well you're just as famous aren't you adam the guy from next door <laughs> for, well, for, can i mention or can i not mention yeah you can mention like it started <laughs> out here like yeah who cares about here let's not mention here yeah, I so forgot adam about got that. found on social media and had to do an ad for Marley Spoon. Oh, that was last. Kit. Yeah, that was last week. Um, <laughs> God, now I'm blushing. I'm like, a celebrity. Like it is a podcast. Uh -huh. so, like, my face has gone all red. But um, I didn't. I wasn't even going to talk about that. But, yeah, that was that was sort of an accident. But anyway, um, yeah. So we, we're we're going to do this partnership with mm. this this um, K-pop company, and um, we got the after the meeting, we got the tour through the building, and it was phenomenal. So it was an eight-story building. Mm. And in the basement, they kind of had the gym area. Um, then they had the um, some accommodation and like sleeping quarters and stuff. Then they had like the dance studios with the you know the mirrors and where they could practice all the dance moves. Literally, it's yeah. like a school. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And then and then they had the um, the recording studio, so with all yeah. the booths and the soundproof rooms and stuff like that, and the vi the video and all that stuff. And then then they had like the the label yeah. that make all of the you know the materials, and they did all the printing and the labeling and everything in-house then they had the um, management on the yeah. thing and then the top floor was like you know the ceo and his suite of, <laughs> of, of people like so it was it was like 
literally, physically yeah. a perfect example of vertical integration yeah. in Korea. And that's how, you know, Korean um, Korean businesses are very, um, very entrepreneurial and, and perfectly integrated. And, yeah. and, you know, a lot of people don't know much about Korean brands and Korean products. Um, so every but, com- big company, even like Samsung and Hyundai, yeah. that they're, they're yeah. like that approach? Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're, they're what they call chaebols, which, yeah. uh, which means like a family conglomerate. Mm. And after the Korean War in the 50s, um, the Korean government basically said, look, we'll you know, to the five families, we'll, we'll help you guys to rebuild this country. Like if we want to, if we want to become an international superpower and, you know, from, from like absolutely being decimated after the Korean war, like Korea was decimated and Seoul was like mud flats and they just, you know, and they, they fought, you know, the Soviets and, 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 and and Russia and China Mm. uh, fought against the Americans and the, and the West and Mm. Australia had a very um, large contingent. Australia had uh, 17,000 troops, which were, were, were were brought into Korea for that Mm. war. But they said, so the, the government said to these five families, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll relax competition laws and we'll give you investment and funding um, in exchange for you helping us to rebuild the country and yeah. so now um, many of the strongest brands in the world are actually the Korean companies so mm. you know Samsung LG Hyundai Kia mm. um, you know there's a there's a huge amount of Korean brands that are now global superpowers because of, of support, you know I yeah guess. the support yeah. And, and development and the opportunity that they had to grow at home mm. um, and then compete overseas to to, to do international expansion um, so yeah that strategy yeah yeah and, and then yeah, yeah yeah, and like you mentioned Samsung before, but Samsung as a business, like we know Samsung as an electronics yes. company, um, but Samsung has 81 operating companies um, in their group uh, in everything from, from you know, food manufacturing, distribution. Food? They do food? They do food. They're, I think their biggest division is their shipbuilding division. Um, so Samsung had, oh, wow. um, yeah, had, had, had uh, one of the biggest shipyards in the world in, okay. in down in the south of the peninsula. Because in the West, it's just an association by appliance. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. think about electric phones and appliances, yeah. but that that's by no means that's not their biggest company. So the biggest um, company's in shipping. Yeah, I think shipping and then probably chemicals is their other their other division. So And they also sponsor um, League of Legends and all those gamers. As yeah, well. yep, yeah, yep, yep. So e- esports and yeah. gaming is a is mm. a really big thing in Korea and, and and is seen as a you know, is seen as a sport. Um, and they have spectators and stuff like that. That's which right. is, Yeah. So there's um, there's That's a lot of there's a lot of really amazing things about Korea that not many people know. And you know, I'd encourage you to dig a little <laughs> dig a little deeper. deeper. And, and 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 yeah. And and if you ever get the opportunity, like go to Seoul and spend some time there and talk to the people and eat the food and you know walk be around soulful. the streets and be soulful. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it it is an amazing it's an amazing amazing country and an amazing um, a group of people. People there. Yeah, mm. no, no. It's uh, it's so addictive, like um, the entertainment industry because of the Korean wave, which started, what, probably in the 90s? Yeah, With the yeah. K- drama? I think K-drama was yeah. quite... Quite big. Yeah, yeah. I remember. (laughs) I remember um, after I left Korea, um, I had I had a few weeks to spare before coming back to Australia, Mm. and um, and I was in Myanmar, and as in (laughs) the middle of nowhere, like in uh, a place called Bagan, which was like where the temples are and stuff. Yes, yes. Lots of history there. This is back in late 2013, and I remember we're in a we're in a uh, a hostel that had that didn't have 
proper power yes. and didn't have hot water. And, you know, it was like rust. Can you do that? Yeah. But they had a TV in reception and oh, guess what? Really? It was playing Korean drama <laughs> with like the, the, the Burmese, yeah, um, the Burmese subtitles on the bottom. It's just incredible. Like the, the reach of Korean culture mm. um, and that soft power through music and K-pop and stuff is, is, yeah, is, is international. There's something that the Korean directors do really well with um, K drama and uh, K movies yep. is that they're able to bring out the emotions like mm. yeah mm. everyone has said that like you know whenever they even though they're, whether they're Chinese or Japanese who I've spoken to and they said it's I don't know how they do it oh yeah they just leave you so emotionally attached that you just want to cry or you just yeah, yeah it's amazing what they can do like yeah. on an emotional level yeah and, and in both sides like on the mm. love sort of side yes. but also on the horror side like Korean yeah. Korean uh, horror movies are uh uh, yeah, devastating. Like, there's a really famous one called The Train to Busan. Oh, and, like, basically the world yeah. gets taken over by zombies yeah. and, like, they have to get on the Apparently train. there's a new one coming out. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, like, a cult classic of yeah. um, Korean uh, horror films. But, oh, yeah, wow. they, every, uh, yeah the, the, the films and the emotion that comes mm. out in that film is... Is is really strong, and 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 same for even some of the the stuff that's on Netflix as well. Like yeah. the dramas on there that I've watched, it and the the love stories and stuff. They really, they really heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, they really yeah. keep they pinpoint. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah, all of the emotional <laughs> stuff is like, oh man, you're cutting me to pieces. Like, <laughs> back it up. Yeah. yeah, there's something else that they do really well now, which is uh, K reality. Okay. TV yeah. Shows. Yeah. Yes. Because, um, like an example is Running Man. So I I didn't watch the Korean version, but I yeah. watched some of the Chinese version of it. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's really entertaining and yeah. it's really smart. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like um, uh, Running Man is probably one of the biggest franchises of that kind of yeah. reality sort of TV show. And what and what they do is they they basically get a, a group of Koreans and they go well, to a... Semi-famous, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. semi-famous yep. celebrities or yep. usually quite famous because there's no such thing as a semi-famous oh. person in Korea. Like, the, <laughs> okay. if you're a celebrity, like, you're, you're you know, you're, you've got millions of followers you're and on a contract yeah yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly but what they did is they put these people into and it's a reality and it's self-shot and everything they yeah. put them into these cities or whatever and they give them challenges that's right and they have to go and do it and they compete in teams and all that sort of stuff and there's a there's a group of um of uh of them they came to australia back in 2000 and i think it was 13 or 14 and 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 did a did a a, a thing around uh, sydney and melbourne as well so wow. yeah it's really cool it's yeah. really popular like jackie chan's been on it as well yeah yeah you know I, mean? I don't know which episode but i'm sure you can google yeah uh, and even here in sydney just with your um chinese and korean university clubs yeah. you know students in society clubs they mm. actually hold their own version of running man advance because no way yeah yeah they wow. do what just for fun just for fun like wow. grab a whole community of them and like, hey guys yep. you know on saturday sunday or whatever we're organizing this event and um you know here are all the shirts yeah this awesome is the activity awesome. and you gotta try and do this to win and you have a prize and yeah, it's wow. sponsored by x y and z how cool is that i know so it's i don't know if the west knows about how big running man actually is yeah 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 no it's a it's mm. a gr yeah great program yeah and yeah and reality tv in korea is um is quite fun as well like so um so 
they do a lot of stuff with live audiences. Yeah. And so you'll have like the talk show panel, whatever, mm. and they're talking about pop culture or whatever. Yeah. And then you have like the audience participation as part mm. of that. But on the screen, you have all of these animations that yeah, kind of pop up, like the words so and Asian. the, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's really intense. Like, it's like, it's good for me because I, I use it to practice my Korean, yeah. but like, it's got all these like flash ups and things that come up onto the screen. And, and they got commentators as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's really cool. Yeah. And you use comedians and food, yeah, food show hosts and all that sort of stuff and bringing it closer to home another tv show that's become huge from korea's um influence is the masked singer so that started off in korea and then it got adapted uh to asia i'm not sorry adapted to um america which ken jong so everyone knows ken jong as um from the hangover yeah yeah like the the, um yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) leslie chow yeah yeah chow Chow. yeah that's his name is chow yeah (laughs) yeah so he was like one of the uh commentators yeah judge on it well because he's actually korean exactly a a lot of people probably think he's like he's like some crazy thai (laughs) drug addict or whatever because of the hangover but um very very well educated korean um who was a doctor he was a doctor, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and uh, and uh, if you get a chance, he's done an amazing like Netflix stand-up <laughs> comedy show where he talks a lot about being Korean and the like yeah. stereotypes and stuff exactly. of like. And he's done a lot of um, I think he's done a cartoon where he plays a doctor, so he yeah. obviously knows all the you know the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being yeah. A, you know specialist. In he's it. a funny dude. <laughs> yeah, he does seem like a really funny dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so that's uh, the the mass singer has also been brought to Australia. So season one has been aired, and okay. it was I guess. A relatively successful show. I'm not yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Brett Lee was in it. I was surprised. I was like, oh my god, Brett Lee! Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow, that's so awesome. It's spreading, you know. It's yeah, Korean and um, and Running Man is a franchise as mm. well. So I've seen. Um, I know they have a um, they have a Vietnamese version of Running Man as well. <laughs> it's all 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 Vietnamese celebrities. Yeah, that's but right. exactly the same format, and it's called that's Running right. Man. And yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. That's no, great. Yeah, that's the influence of Korean uh, pop culture, hey? That, that's <laughs> the whole sort of soft power, soft power music and drama and TV and reality that's and all that. That's very addictive, just like their surgery. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I haven't tried any Korean surgery, but I'm sure that's quite addictive as well, probably. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Yeah, just as the food, yeah. Yeah, I do love Korean food. I'm a sucker for Korean barbecue. <laughs> I love Korean barbecue too. And I, and I really, really love all the different kimchi, like the, the little uh, Yeah, the side dishes, side the side Pan, panchan, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, it's quite, um, it's quite addictive. In some of my worst days, I was eating Korean barbecue <laughs> three times a week, and now I've like managed to wean myself off it. So it's like it's for special occasions. But I, I, I love Korean barbecue. It's like that whole thing of, you know, basically sit around a table with a coal uh, thing in the yeah. middle, and you choose whatever meat you want and cook it yourself, and it's all part of that that kind of experience. Yeah. But, but yeah, a very communal and social way to to eat. I love it. Love it. Is there anything else from Korea that you love to talk about? Yeah, we um, we were gonna. uh, I could touch a little bit on Korean language. Yeah. Um. So I um. I, I started learning uh, when I was living in Seoul mm. um, and I, I still I still learn Korean now and, and one night a week I go up to the Korean education center up in the city and yeah. and do a class for an hour and a half on a, on a Tuesday night and, and it's all free yeah it's it's hundred oh, percent wow. free so it's funded by the Korean government mm-hmm. um, and it's to encourage you know more people to learn Korean yeah um, Australia's got a shockingly low percentage yeah. of uh, second languages yeah, yeah. and and um, it's funny because like like through school, when I was at high school, mm. it was the choice was German, French, or, or maybe Indonesian, oh, okay, or maybe yeah. 
Japanese, yeah. but uh, Korean was never an option. Um, but but yeah, learning Korean um, is a really good way to understand the people and the culture. And you know, for the first year of when I lived in Seoul, I questioned everything. I was like, what? Like this place is so weird. Mm. I just can't get my head around it, and it's it just doesn't make sense. And then when I started learning Korean language, mm. um, everything's oh okay. The penny drops. It's like <laughs> oh now I get it. Like now I understand why you know why Korean people can sometimes be perceived as being very direct mm. because even just the way that the the Korean language works it's like you know you say the most important thing first and then the other things follow the so stuff yeah so it's like in, in instead of like in English we might say I am going to the restaurant mm. um, to eat dinner yeah they might say that would say restaurant I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get the most important, like subject, object, oh, verb. Yeah. Um, get the most important stuff out of the way first. So, and and then the other thing around Korean language is that there's there's two kind of different forms. There's like the the form that you would use among friends, which is yeah. relatively informal, mm. um, versus the what they call the, the honorific chongdamal, um, yeah. which is the the more superior um, language that you would speak to someone older mm. or someone more superior and experienced or job title mm. or, um, you know, so, yeah, as a, as a yeah, sign of respect and yeah. the, the hierarchy and stuff. So there's this really cool thing, right? patriarchy too, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And so there's this really cool thing that when two Korean people meet each other for the first time, okay. there's this whole like awkward like sort of to and fro because <laughs> they, they literally can't even talk to each other because they don't know who's more senior unless it's obvious of age or or title or something like that. And or they're like, they could be t- someone more older than you but like classic <laughs> surgery. Yeah. <laughs> How can you tell? Yeah. So there's this whole like awkward in- encounter of like while they try to figure out just from visual cues yeah. of who's older or who's more senior or who like so then they can adapt the language to use to speak to the other person. So it's like this whole like oh shit like kind of back and forth and like the, the looking and this it's 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 bizarre like it's so fun. You, you don't have wrinkles, but then you still yeah. seem a and little sort bit of, mature. Like, sort of like bowing and kind of like being submissive, but then not knowing if you're older or more senior or you or whatever, and then. Just whip out the ID card. Oh, yeah. Just let me see your driver's license. So maybe that's why the cards is such an important thing because then yeah. they can look at the job title or yeah. they can because if it's not obvious with with you know facial or, or age, oh, especially sort of things, in Asia, so hard to tell. Yeah, and yeah. and 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 yeah, and you can't always tell like just by looking at someone how old they are or whether they're older or younger than you. But then that determines what language you use and which you know whether you use honorific language to speak up to them or mm. whether you can speak a little bit more formally. But in 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 the case of any doubt or it's better to use honorific language yeah. and to to be more formal and yeah it is it's it's funny like that 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 encounter thing is probably one of the most have you had some uh, interesting experiences of that where you've made a mistake <laughs> yeah well um i i always try to be uh so i use honorific yeah. korean when i would meet someone for the first time Regardless. yeah and it, it's crazy like um what would you say is it- uh like to make it honorific yeah so on your seal is 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 um is a formal way of saying hello mm-hmm. um whereas if you if we were just friends and we could say annyeong so okay. we could abbreviate yeah. the thing or um or uh yeah yeah there's like kind of like that basic okay. kind of introduction um and then also like all of the physical things like the using the two hands for the business cards right. or the the two hands for the the handshake and mm-hmm. and things like that we can go into other things like that but um you know where that comes from, right? You know the two hands thing. No. So when you know when uh, say I was to pour you a drink, please I would, do. <laughs> I would I would I would pour with one hand, but I'd also yeah. have my other hand either touching my wrist or arm, yeah, or across my chest, okay, 
or um, or both holding you know, the that bottle is or the thing. Being a woman to touch my breast. Yeah, well, you you could do any of those. <laughs> okay. You could do you know you could touch your arm. You don't have okay. to touch your chest or okay. your breast. And then um, and then if you were being polite in return, you would accept with two hands. Okay. Like so, you'd hold your glass with the the two hands to accept. So that's a sign of respect. Mm-hmm. And that that comes back to uh, long story short, that comes back to after war, like mm-hmm. after a battle, when the two sides uh, drink with each other to mm-hmm. kind of you know celebrate not celebrate but kind of like make a piece mm. um it's so you can demonstrate that you can always show you both hands mm. so you're not going to pull a knife out oh, and stab the other right. guy yes. like to kill <laughs> to kill them so it's it, that's where that's where the two hands thing kind of comes from so yeah. then does it mean anything whether you put your second hand um closer to your hand to your arm here to your elbow to you and to your chest no no i don't, I don't think so as long yeah. as the second hand is visible yeah. and it's like you know it's on the bottle or it's on your arm or it's on your chest it's always presentable okay then and same for the receiving person to take the use the two hands to receive as as well talking yeah. about pouring a drink how do you say in korean can i have a beer please Okay, so I um. Oh, I would like a beer. Yeah. If I'm at the bar, I want to order a beer. <laughs> um, makju hanjang hejuseo. That means like uh, beer, glass of one, glass please. Of okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I live to be K-pop. <laughs> I live to be K-pop. Kind of like you know I oh, I, I am can, I am K-pop. Or... You could you could say like K-pop is life. K-pop is life. Yeah. 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 Um. I don't know if they say hal hal is like the Korean word for for the Korean wave hal yeah. or k or k pop uh, k pop salheo k k pop salheo or hal you hal you heo or something like that like a celebration of of k pop of, of yeah okay, cool. yeah you could say any of those this and that's the other thing in Korean there's so many different ways mm. that you can say even the most basic of of, of things it's um it's really cool. Cool. <laughs> and there was one. I think there was something else I was going to say. There, you were going to ask something about oh. k- speaking Korean, something, something. Speaking Korean, something. Um, oh yeah. So that like we t- we touched on like the honorific and the yeah. the informal sort of, of of language and stuff. Um, but yeah, that that kind of um, that kind of sign of respect just dictates conversation. And and the other thing about like learning Korean is a little bit goes a really really long way. Mm. So like um, when I was learning Korean and we'd do business meetings or whatever, even if I only did the most basic introduction, yeah, like the you know hello 안녕하세요, 제가 저는 아담이에요 or whatever, and and the you know 반갑습니다, which is like you know my name's Adam, um, nice to meet you. Like people would just be like, oh, what? He's he's speaking Korean and like immediately any barriers or any yeah. sort of distance or or whatever is immediately broken the down. The fact that you put effort in because I think a lot of um there will be a lot of arrogance coming from yeah Westerners. from a Western culture, culture. yeah yeah and because I think Korea also had a, a really troubled history turbulent history where they yeah. actually got annexed um, yeah so and it's just this not it's just nice for them to see a show respect that yeah. a foreigner comes in to learn their language yeah and Korea yeah. Korea has a very strong and almost like mm. 
like a single kind of culture. Yeah. Um, in a way similar to Japan yeah, does. Yeah, pure, pure. Yeah, it's it's pure. Mm-hmm. And 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 the reason for that is because everybody has literally attacked Korea, <laughs> and it's it's a peninsula, oh, Korea. and and Korea's been attacked by the Chinese. The ja- yeah, it's between China and Japan <laughs> first of all, China. and then um you know there's there's still a very strong American presence and yeah. military presence in in South Korea for obvious reasons yeah. with the with the North um being very close as well. Yeah, and then take that mentality, and then you know you're constantly under attack. Nobody technically respects you in a way. Yeah. Uh, but then when yeah. you have a foreigner comes in and starts speaking in your language, you're, you know, your guard will obviously calm down. You're like, wow, you're actually not attacking me. You're embracing my culture. Yeah. So that's so, a yeah. amazing when, feeling. When I, when I moved to Korea, um, some people called it the hermit kingdom. Yeah. Sort of saying that it's, you know, it's... Um, it's uh it's it's shut off from the west like they're isolated they're not it's not easy to do business in Mm. korea all of that stuff but i found a lot of those misconceptions to be incorrect yeah and and it's and you can sort of if you looked back at the history of korea you could understand why because you know they literally have been invaded or attacked (laughs) by anyone in fact the japanese occupied korea for yeah Yeah, fair enough for like for being you know, yeah, being patriotic and having yeah. a sense of a very strong sense of identity and culture because yeah, and so and so they should. Yeah, no, yeah. amazing. Well, I would love to have you on again, Adam, to talk more about Korea Part Two. Yeah, yeah, of I, Adam Style Part Two. Yeah, sure. We could. I, I mean, platonic, I could. Platonic I, could way. Liter- I could literally talk about Korea all day. So yeah, that that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it'd be great. Definitely, to- we'll do it. We'll do a Korea Part Two. Hey? Yeah, part, yeah, yeah. It would be great to go into details about their customs, like business customs. Yes. Um, some of the examples you can give us of yeah. what to do and not to do. Yeah. I think it'd be really helpful. Um, you know, to bridge that gap. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for our, you know, viewers, not viewers, sorry, listeners, just to learn things through like an entertaining and humorous kind of way yeah absolutely yeah. and and korea like you know i can't speak highly enough of korea it's been yeah. part of my life for the last decade yeah and um you know there are wonderful people there are, it's an amazing country with a very strong culture and you know amazing people amazing food amazing landscapes amazing and, and, a, and a history <laughs> and a history that, that that many people don't know so i think you know that that kind of um brand mm. um awareness and perception problem that mm. Korea has, yes. beca- which is heavily distorted by by what we see on CNN and BBC, absolutely um, can be overcome if people dig a little bit deeper. And yeah, hopefully we can do that on the next. Yes, the because next I have episode. a lot of more myths to bust with you. Sounds awesome. <laughs> thank you very much. How do I say thank you in Korean? 감사합니다. 감사합니다. Yeah. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. 감사합니다. Adam. Thank you so much, Adam. And I'll have you on again soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Madam Chan. (laughs) That's cool. Thank you. Bag right out. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and posts, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and I do, uh, please support us on Patreon, where we hope that our dream of having our own TV show will become a reality one day. So then we can continue to fight boring news on everything, anything, and nothing with an Asian twist. Thanks for your support. Bagrat out. Solid. <laughs>